all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Let's join Bishop Kevin J. Foreman. Take Every October, normally we do camp meeting. This year we're doing it different, and uh, we're spreading it out over the Wednesdays, and so it's a new flow, but I'm sure it's going to flow just right and just well. Uh, if you've not met uh, Apostle Powell, uh, Powell he's, he's, uh, he's a wonderful man of God. He pastored the Soul Care. He and his wife, Dr. Powell, they pastor the Soul Care Full Gospel Center in Commerce City, Colorado. I'm actually going to be preaching for them on Friday night of this week, so we're excited about that. He's the co-chancellor of the Soul Care Bible Institute and Academy of Ministry. And he studied at the Colorado Baptist University and Metropolitan State College at Denver and Liberty University. Listen, he, 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 he's got a tremendous amount of accolades, but here's what matters, however. I don't bring anybody uh, to stand behind this desk uh, that I am not personally a friend with. And here's the reason. Uh, because I don't trust anybody to grab a microphone and minister to the people that I have been given stewardship over. So above all of his wonderful accolades, he's a wonderful family man. They have six children, seven grandchildren, two great-grandchildren. Uh, despite all of that, he is my friend. And uh, you'll catch us just about every other week out, out somewhere eating, just, just hanging out. And having a good time. And so I have been blessed by his friendship because ministry uh, can be very, very lonely. And especially Dream Team. We learned that we got some haters around here. And uh, so it can be lonely. And it is so awesome to be able to have a friend in the same city. That there's no ill will. There's no hidden agendas. There's no messed up motives. It is so awesome to be able to have that. And many of his soul care folk are here tonight. Why don't y'all make some noise? We're glad y'all are here. Of course, we welcome those on all of our campuses tonight. Would you, would you stretch your hands towards the man of God? Say, blessed be the man who comes in the name of the Lord. Speak, man of God. We hear and we shall obey. Would you give a warm harvest Wednesday night live welcome to Apostle Lawrence Powell as he comes. Amen. Come on, y'all give the Lord a praise offering. Oh, come on, come on. Y'all could do better than that. We came to praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. It's such a privilege and an honor to be here with my brother. I, I look at, up on him as my son, 
as well as as my friend. Amen. He's a great man of God, and we appreciate being here. Like he said, we, we have a tendency to come together and meet one place to another, but we're going to go eat something somewhere. Amen, 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 amen. But it is an honor, truly, and I highly regard him. I may heard him make the statement, you may be seated, of the fact that it is it's lonely in ministry. Amen. And I, 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 I diddle that in every form or fashion. I have the privilege of being able to have a soulmate. Amen. My companion, Apostle Dr. Sandra Powell, whom I love. Amen. Amen. To be with me, which makes it a whole lot easier. Makes it a whole lot easier, really it does, because then you have opportunity to be able to take all your disappointments, all your frustration and everything out on your soulmate. But she knows I do it in love. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. We just thank you from Soul Care. We thank Soul Care for being here equally as so. Amen. Amen. And we thank God for Harvest Christian Center. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. It's an honor, like I say, to be able to stand before your presence this evening. And I tell you, if you pray with me, I will not be long. Amen. Amen. But I will be obedient. Amen. So if I say, give me five minutes, give me five after that five. Amen. Amen. Praise God. No, amen. Amen. My brother, I, 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 I can't say enough about your pastor, this shepherd of this house. I, I kid you not, I am very difficult on men. I'm just going to tell you straight up front. I'm difficult on men, with men. I, I don't give them no benefit of the doubt in any form or fashion because we're not deserving of benefit of the doubt. We're deserving of being men called after God's own heart. Amen. And so I admonish him and I admire him for the work that he is doing here. Amen. And the adjutants, God bless you all. Amen. 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 As well as our armor bearers, God bless you all. Amen. Amen. All right, then. I think I've covered everybody and the praise team. God bless you. Always a joy to hear you all. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's what it's all about, making a joyful noise unto the Lord. Amen. 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 But to the, get to the theme scripture of this evening, which comes out of the book of Jeremiah. That third chapter and 15th verse. Amen. Amen. And if you don't mind, just standing one more time for the reading of the word. Amen. Amen. We want to always honor the word of God and honor God. Amen. That's Jeremiah, the third chapter and that 15th verse, which reads as follows. And I will give you pastors according to my heart which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Amen. 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 Father God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this hour. We ask, oh God, that you will allow your precious Holy Spirit to have his way, Lord, allow it to be none of me but all of you. Father God, allow your word to go forward and accomplish the task which you sent for it to do. For you said it shall not, will not, cannot return to you voided. And we're thanking you for that, Lord. We ask, God, that you allow lives to be changed, hearts to be changed, minds to be changed, and souls to be saved in the name of Jesus. We give you the glory and the praise and the honor. Father God, let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. These things we ask and we pray in Jesus name amen and amen amen you may be seated amen amen it's 
good to be here, as I've said, to this celebration. I find this a celebration. You know, I'm of this mind. When you go into another house of the Lord, it's a celebration. Should be a celebration at all times, amen, because we are all here doing the same work for the same purpose and to be able to edify and lift up the name of Jesus, amen. Now, as we look to the scripture that brings forth the thought of this evening's message, uh, I just kind of said, Pastors according to God's heart, if that be all right, if I can just use that just that way, amen, amen. We find the truth that Jeremiah had to proclaim were unwelcome. And caused him enemies, but he carried out the task without fear or favor. Amen. How many of you know that this is what we have to do? Because God sends not the spirit of fear, but of power and of a love mind. Amen. Of a sound mind. Pardon me. Amen. Now, Jeremiah was born a priest, but became a prophet by the divine call of God to the prophetic office through a vision in in Jeremiah. Amen. 15, which we have read. Now, before I, I, I before the word of God gives us, gives us the understanding that before Jeremiah was even presented into the ministry, God knew who he was. God knew what he had appointed for him. God knows what he has appointed for the men and women of God. God knows the exact place, the exact uh, situation, the exact ministry, the exact number of times you're going to preach, and the exact many times that you're going to venture out to different churches. God knows all these things. And he has said to Jeremiah, he said, I knew you, Jeremiah. Amen, amen. As a matter of fact, he said, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Jeremiah, who was been known and quoted by a many of different preachers for many things that he has said. Matter of fact, there was one where he was talking about the, the word of God was like fire locked up in his bones. Amen. There was another to where Jeremiah spoke about the fact of water being surrounding him and full of tears. He said, oh, that my head were water and my eyes a fountain of tears that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. Jeremiah spoke of that in uh, 9 and 1. Jeremiah was known as a weeping prophet. Amen. Cried all the time. But and I, you know what? Well, I kind of understand why Jeremiah cried because in times like these, sometimes you feel like crying sometime. Amen. Amen. Especially being a pastor of the churches of the day. Amen. And he was crying. But you know what? I want you to understand one thing too. His heart was heavy. Uh, not so much as to his ministry, but his heart was heavy because of the people. Amen. Because he had a mind to have the people lined up. His, his unction was for them to be able to follow after God and to live holy and upright before God's presence. To be able to find themselves in position to where God could bless them. You know, most of the time we take ourselves out of position to where God can't bless us. Amen. We miss the blessing. The blessings flow right on by us and we miss them because we are out of position and that we didn't just wait upon the Lord. And that was the reason that Jeremiah evidently must have had so many tears to, to cry. Amen. Now, this prophet was being commissioned both to foretell the destruction coming upon Judah and Jerusalem and to point out the sin for which the destruction was brought upon them here. There are many ways to define success. Some definitions include reverence. Uh, reference to achieving goals and acquiring wealth, prestige, favor, and power. Successful people enjoy the good life and being financially and emotionally secure, being surrounded by admirers and enjoy the fruits of their labors. There are leaders, uh, uh, leaders uh, opinion makers, and transcenders. 
their example is followed by their accomplishments that they've uh, uh, that they've have completed, and they also are known by some of the things that they find themselves being all about. They are going about doing different things. They are confident in the, who they are and to whom they belong. They know who they are and whom they belong to. But now Jeremiah's ministry didn't seem to be almost like some of these examples. His ministry was not as successful in the area of secular humanistic things, but his ministry was successful behind being obedient to the word of God. Jeremiah followed after the things of God. Jeremiah executed the duties that he was totally committed to perform, even though I, uh, I would imagine that he probably felt like he had to cry sometime. He probably felt like that the world was against him, but he always found himself pressing forward. Even as things would come against him, he, he persevered, saints, and that's something that is necessary in the uh, pastors called after God's own heart. When things don't come together exactly like we intend for them and that we look for them to do, we still have to have the mentality to persevere ourselves for. We've got to press no matter what. Matter of fact, uh, Paul had made a statement. He said, I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus, knowing this is what God will have us to be about. Paul wasn't ashamed of the gospel. He wasn't scared of his calling. He was somewhat like Jeremiah. He had went through many different kinds of situations. He found that he was not very favorable amongst the people. He found out that people wasn't going to like him, whether they met him or whether they knew him or whether they didn't know him. He knew that he had a venture that he had to undertake that was already called by God. He knew that he wouldn't compromise with the word. He wouldn't compromise with the will of God. And that's what pastors have to be about. There can be no compromise in them. They have to find themselves doing exactly what God has called them to do. Matter of fact, he told them that they've got to find themselves suffering sometime. You know, in this ministry, there's a lot of suffering that got to be done. And there's not somebody always to hold up your arms like you would like for them to do. But you've got to be able to understand who you are. Amen. You've got to not, you must not have an identity crisis but you must understand that you've been called by the most high God to be able to perform the task that has been set down before us. I'm talking about pastor, pastors after God's own heart. Amen. Amen. Shepherds, pastors that were ordained and called of God that were gifts actually given to the church. Amen. Amen. And Jeremiah was a gift given to the people of Israel at that period of time. He was a shrewd pastor. He was a hard man, but he was a weeping man. He was a factual man. He was a truthful man, and he was a, a, a man who would not change his mind about anything that he had to say. That's something that we've got to be careful of. When we say something, we've got to find ourselves doing. Now, Paul had made the understanding and told us that we must be uh, conformable to the mind of Christ, that pastors got to be conformable to the minds of Christ. They can't have the mind of themselves. They can't have the mind of the world. Matter of fact, uh, Paul said that they let the same mind to be in Christ be in us as well. Amen. And so that's why he gave us preachers and prophets, which are both the same and after God's own heart. Amen. And, and these shall be qualified by God and God alone. Now, let me slow down a little bit because I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself and I'm getting in a hurry. And I, I don't want to get in a hurry. I want to make certain that you get this word exactly as God has given it to me. Amen. So pastors with compassion for others that take no thought of their lives, but have the fortitude to press their way to the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. And in effect, they shall feed the people. 
with love, truth, and knowledge. This will call for them, themselves, to have an attitude uh, of, of gratitude, an attitude with skills, having the, the ability to remain positive even in negative situations. One thing that the enemy tries to do with us right now today, he tries to take the positivity and turn it to the negativity. He tries to stop us in our tracks. He tries to place things before us that would cause us to think that God had not called us out. I would think Jeremiah felt that sometime in his mission and his ministry. He probably felt that he made a mistake or maybe he, maybe he might even thought maybe God made a mistake. You know, when things get hard upon you sometimes, sometimes you get to thinking, wait a minute, maybe it's not me that, uh, that, that God called, but it was me that called me. Amen. So you got to take a step back sometime. You got to evaluate yourself. You got to look at yourself and make sure that your calling is true. It said make your calling and elect sure. Is that not right? Amen. But the attitude of a pastor is everything. Pastor's attitude must be positive and it must be one of persistence, amen, that will find itself speaking divine truth and loves, especially when concerning the only and true God in the best, for the best interest of mankind is at hand, amen, allowing them not to only to hear the word, but to be a doer of the word. We must find ourselves in a position to where we teach them exactly what God will have them to know, to teach the people with what God would have them to be about because we don't want to be in a hurry to be uh, just a show front or the, uh, a, a, a person up front to where people just look at us and admire us. It's not about that. It's not about being a showpiece. It's about being a godly person that, will, that has the mind of the people in hand. Amen? Amen? and in mind amen amen we want to find ourselves doing exactly what god called us to do which is basically necessary to our salvation and understanding having the full interpretation of every point that in receiving the truth we might become wise holy and happy amen. ephesians four eleven, paul tells us about certain gifts god had even placed into the church Amen. He talked about there would be there'd be uh, apostles and there'd be prophets and there'd be evangelists and pastors and teachers for the edifying of the saints, for the lifting up the church, for the building of the church. But how many of you know that in that same order of it, God said He had allowed His Son Christ. What He said, He said Jesus had said He had gave given gifts to the church. That means he had placed them in their rightful position. How many of you know that a church only functions behind the gifts that God puts off into them? Amen? Amen. And they're not to be taken lightly, nor are they to be taken undermined. None of them are to be undermined in any form or fashion because each one of them are special and play a particular part in the ministry. Amen? Each one have their field of operation and their field of perfection that they operate in. In other words, the apostle, he's able to do all of them. He should be able to touch each one of the gifts. Amen? But the prophet, when he prophesied, he prophesied the word of God. Amen. That's the anticipation of him. The evangelist is to go out and bring people in. To bring them into the household of God to where they may maintain their salvation and learn of the word of God. And then the pastor is the, is the hold them. To teach them constantly and consistently the do's and the don'ts. The things that y'all get tired of hearing about. Quit doing this and quit doing that and don't act like this and don't act like that and quit acting like heathen. Don't be out there in the world, but do the things God called you to do. Oh, I know you get tired of the pastor because the pastor's going to keep you on the straight and the narrow. They're not going to allow you just to branch out and do anything. They're, 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 your heart is in their hand and your souls are under their direction and they try to direct you and bring you into an expectation. 
take it in. You get tired of pastors and teachers because the teachers tell you equally as so. Not only do they only teach, they tell you about yourself and you get tired of hearing about I should, you shouldn't be this and you shouldn't do that and you are crook in the hood and you are extremely wicked. You get tired of hearing these things but God knew what he was doing. He had a made a mind and a fixed heart to place people in their rightful perspective. Don't be hard on your pastors. Don't be hard on them because God has placed them there for uh, such a time as this so that there would be the saints would be able to be taught in truth and in love and understanding. They, God placed them there to keep you on the straight and the neural and don't think that they don't answer themselves because even them, they can't teach what they don't know. They don't walk where they don't go. That means they had to have some instructions from on high in order to give the instructions down on low. Amen. Amen. God gives pastors who the vision for reaching out to others with the love of Jesus, helping them to develop plus utilize the practical skills required to carry out their, their God-given task. Amen. God promised to set those over them that they shall be a blessing to them in every way. How many of you know that it is well with the people when their pastor is after God's own heart? Oh, y'all should have shouted on that. Somebody should have shouted on that. I can just come in this place and know that this pastor has been after God's own heart. Amen. He's a praying pastor. Men and men, the God sends praying pastors, men and women that not only come boldly to the throne of grace, expecting to obtain mercy in the time of need, but those that will bombard heaven when, with prayer for the lost as well as the saved. Men and women that would not make be a uh, uh, be a uh, uh, make a, a special uh, event for certain people, men and women that are no respecter of person, but that are concerned about God's people. Oh, I know, I understand the fact that everybody can't call God their father, but all of us are still God's creation, amen? And there still is, you got to remember where you come from. I know, maybe I just got to remember where I came from. I had all and always not been in the ministry. I have all and always not done what God would have me to do. But thanks be to God, to the men of God that would have a mind that even speaking to me about the things of God that allowed the Holy Spirit to come and reign within my heart. Thanks be to God who saved me from the bottomless pit and lifted me up and placed my feet up on a solid rock. Thanks be to God that had a mindset that he had a position and a place for me to be part of in kingdom building. Saints, we've got to be concerned about pastors who find themselves going every night and late at night and early morning raising up praying for us, letting us understand that we are, are, are we've got somebody who is offering up timber into heaven to where God can hear from high to tell uh, telling him about our situations telling him about our troubles and our difficulties we should be thankful for pastors that have a mind to be able to find themselves not fainting and falling short of the glory of God but would rather go ahead and go through the fires and the trials and the tribulations just for the people so that they will remain in the position where God can use them pastors after God's own heart they don't come lightly they don't come easily amen they don't even get a chance to choose themselves they didn't wake up one morning and decide I'm going to be a pastor they didn't wake up just morning matter of fact most of the time they probably was running the other direction they didn't have a mindset to be a pastor of the most high God they more or less might have a man's mindset of being a good Christian you know I often think if I may say so sometimes I used to sit down in the in the pew and I used to sit there and I said you know I said it's nice just to sit here and do nothing 
Amen, amen. Just nice to sit here, not be responsible, not being concerned. Don't have to worry boy, about, about nobody but me. But God said not so. And that's what he sent you here. He sent you a man of God that said he told not so because I've got a mission for you to perform. I've got a place for you to go. I've got a soul for you to save. I've got a head for you to lift up. I've got a body that has to be delivered into the presence of the Most High God to where they can change can take place, to where they can find themselves seeking a servant God in their new of life. Ah, uh, just being a pastor is not just the easiest thing to say or to be about. Amen. But we thank God. We thank God for this pastor. Amen. 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 Thank you, man of God. Amen. Amen. God has made the decision. He has chosen everybody into their perfect place when he had called them. Amen. He called pastors that had a mind not to fleece the people. But would find yourself feeding. Oh, I know I'm saying something here right now. Amen. Because there are many ministries out here just want your money, honey. They don't want nothing else to do with you. Just bring the money and everything going to be all right. But when God sends pastors that are mindful of you and your situation, concerned about your financial situation, not always harping upon you why you don't have enough money, but telling you that's all right. We're going to pray the prayer of agreement that God's going to be able to bless you in your finance, bless you in your health, and bless you in your body. We're going to pray that kind of prayer. That's the kind of pastor that we need right now today. Those are pastors after God's own heart who won't fleece the people but will feed the people. Feed the people the word of God. Letting them know that it takes and requires the word of God in order to get you where you need to be and take you where you need to go. These are pastors after God's own heart. These are men and women that make up their mind that they're going to serve God no matter what. No one having the understanding they won't turn back. They're not going to turn around. They're not going to get tired and be weary in well-doing. God sends pastors with teaching skills, teaching the people, teaching you just what the do's and the don'ts of God. The word is saying and why you should not do what you shouldn't be doing. Amen. Amen. God sends those kind of pastors that are compassionate, that will take time and help you understand the word of God what we call exegesis get into the scriptures and break it down and let you know exactly what God is saying God sends teachers pastors of teachers that will do these type of things that, that will teach you how to live holy and upright amen because God said he's coming for our holy people amen come on here don't fool yourself if there's no holiness then there's no heaven amen I heard somebody say the H and the H theory if not heaven then hell amen so you make up your mind to what you're going to do but pastors help you to learn how to live holy they send uh, pastors of leadership with skills and have a vision a vision of where you're going look where you're at Harvest Christian Center all because of a pastor I had a vision had a mind to be faithful and to what God called him to do. This is what visions are about to be able to set you and then give you a, a, a glimpse at the, the, the futuristic aspect of Harvest Christian Center. This is not as good as it gets. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We still see farther and better things. Amen. This is just the start of what God is still doing. God, pastor, God sends pastors with uh, people skills. Can I take my time on that one just a little bit? Just a little bit because people skills are important. A pastor cannot be a pastor without having people skills. Amen. Because he has to know how to address and to deal with each and every one of you individually. Amen. He can't just take you as a collective group and say, well, you know what? We're going to fall in this ditch and all of us go in the ditch together. He don't be talking about, well, you know what? 
this is good for you, so it must be good for the whole church. He don't even take mind to set that say, well, it's good for me, so it should be good for you. But he takes the time to be able to be understanding and to be able to be caring and compassionate enough and understand. He takes a pastor that has understands that it requires some time to be compassionate and to sit and to cry with their parishioners sometimes. It takes a pastor that understands that maybe your heart is hurting and that things ain't working like you want to. It takes a pastor to be able to say everything going to be all right. I don't care what the enemy say. Everything going to be all right. It takes a pastor to say don't be tired of well doing because the hope is help is on the way. It takes a pastor to tell you that it's going to be okay. It takes a pastor to know each and every one of you individually. As well as to take you and bring you in together collectively and be able to get the mission of God done at the same time pastors that like to have this kind of mind and mentality is what God is sending up right now today. These are the kind of pastors that are necessary right now today. It takes pastors who will feed, feed you with wisdom and understanding. Amen. Amen. Well, you got wisdom, but you got to have some understanding with being able to put it together, equipping them for the journey that is laid before them, to equipping their parishioners, teaching them how to put on the whole armor of God so that they don't find themselves being just a crow bait or being just a, a ham sandwich for the lions off in the den. It takes a pastor that will equip you to let you know that I've got, you've got everything that you need in order to fight this good fight of faith and the told eternal life. It takes a pastor who will, who's encouraging them even though th that, that there be trouble in their way. Come on, there'll be trouble in your way sometimes. Sometimes there's trouble in your way and I don't care which way you turn. It seems like you got to cry sometimes because of the trouble in your way and you can't seem to get no farther and everybody seems to come against you. Your family don't want nothing to do with you. Your friends don't know who you are and your kinfolk turn their back on you. It takes a pastor to encourage you to say that you got to know that you're somebody in God. You're the child of the Most High God that you are being chosen by God to be able to move forward. It takes a pastor to exhort to let you know you can get you can do this you can do this because sometimes what you think you can't do a pastor will bring it to you and let you understand the word of God and teach you how to, to, to know that you can do what you say you can do when you can do it when Christ said I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me a pastor who will exhort you amen pastors after God's own heart Serve for the perfecting of the saints. Amen. Called to teach holiness, to bring all the saints to the most high God into an orderly and spiritually situation, into an orderly and spiritual state, and surrounding those who have been dislocated or disjointed by sin. By sin. Pardon me, this was what God had called Jeremiah to be able to talk to the people. He called them to bring Judah. Just keep Judah in their rightful perspective because they were trying to go astray. You know, once we get the goodness of God and think everything is going all right, we have a tendency to go astray. It takes pastor to put you back on the straight and the narrow. It tells you that God is not pleased with what you're doing to let you know that the things that we're doing are to please God and to be able to edify him, to lift him up. Amen. In everything we do, pastors after God's own heart who will not find themselves going before the throne of grace boldly without taking you with them. Pastors who teach you how to pray, 
when it's time to pray, teach you who to pray to and how to pray. Pastors who let you know now lay me down the street is not enough today. Now you got to be able to understand that you will be able to come before the most high God and give him glory and honor and praise him and acknowledge him and exhort him. Pastors roll are heavy and they don't just take it to themselves. They don't think of themselves, but they think of everybody in their parishions. How many of you know without prayer you're in a lost game? Come on here. Without prayer, you're just totally lost. You can't if you have no communication with God our Father, then you have no you have no hope in being able to spend time in glory with him. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. They were called pastors that had been called by the word of God and by God himself. And when I think about Jeremiah's time, Jeremiah's time, they were called to do the work of the ministry, but the Holy Spirit only lit it up on them. In other words, it was on, on their shoulder for the work of the ministry at that period of time. But how many of you know right now the Holy Spirit dwelled within you? Amen. He said, no, you're not that your body is a temple of God and the Holy Ghost lives within you. God gives pastors that, 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 that portion of the Holy Spirit to help them. I'm not saying that you don't have the portion. I'm just saying that they have a unique portion that will help them to govern over the people so that they will know what the need of each one of you are. Amen. 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 God gave pastors to the church so that the church would not be destroyed or be taken over. Matter of fact, he gave them the faith to operate and to run in this, in, the, in this pastoral position. Amen. He gave them the necessary equipment to do what he's called them to do. Amen. Not to just be hearers of the word. We often preach, pastors often preach, that we would want you to be not only hearers of the word, but we want you to be doers of the word. Never greater man of a pastor than a woman could be than one who finds themselves doing the word of God, setting the example before the people, living a life of holiness, not found in the whorehouse or the dope house, but up and down in the church house doing the work of God. Nothing greater than pastors who will find themselves having the same mind that be in Christ Jesus. Pastors given power and authority to call and to bring mankind back to repentance. These type of pastors, these are men and women that have a mind and a concern about just where you're at. Pastors after God's own heart. I'm getting ready to get out of here. I'm not trying to give you all of this, but I want you just to understand the important role of pastors after God's own heart. Don't take them lightly. Don't take them lightly. Amen. Don't take your pastor lightly. Amen. Amen. Because he, he labors hard. And kingdom building. Amen. This man of God, every time I talk with him, he talks about the vision that he has set forward and the accomplishments that God has already given unto Harvest Christian Center. You know, that's, that's a blessing all the way within itself. Amen. 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 And so that's why I don't take them lightly. It's good to have pastors who, who will strengthen, confirm, and advance the people to their proper place and function for the work of kingdom building. Amen. Amen. How many of you know that pastors after God's own heart are not the work or the opportunity of man or the appointing of man? They're not. Amen. And that's why we don't look at them lightly. We don't just take them for granted. And you know what? Can I say this, Holy Ghost? Amen. 
Amen. Because there are many times pastors come under scrutiny and criticism behind the way they do things and how come the, and and how they don't do them when they when the the the, the, the congregation want them to do them. Amen. When there are things happening in the congregation, the 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 parishioners get uneasy. And they get to looking at the pastor and asking, what, don't you see? Don't you have discernment? Can't you see what's happening off in here right now? But how many of you really, really know you don't put much past the pastor? Amen. I don't care. Come on here. I know y'all don't like it. I'm going to tell it anyhow. Because the fact of it is, because God gives them that discernment. And just because the pastors are not acting upon a situation right when you want to, because they've got to hear from heaven. They've got to hear from God. They can't just move things just because they passed it. See, they come up under uh, an authority also. They've got to answer unto God. And when they answer to him, they don't want to answer and say why they made the mistake. But want to answer of of hearing the Lord saying, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Man of God, I'm going to get up from here from right now. I'm not going to finish all that was before me. But I want you to be encouraged about all things that you are doing. Amen. Don't be weary and well doing. Allow yourself to understand that you have been chosen by the Most High God to do just what has been accomplished right here. Be encouraged about all that you've done and all that you're doing. And find yourself. Continue to press your way. Amen. Paul said no matter what comes up behind him. He said he forgets the things that are behind him. But this one thing he do. He pressed toward the things that are before him. He presses toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Pastor, thank you for the invitation. Harvest Christian Center, thank you for being tentative listeners. Lord, we thank God for the blessings of the Holy Ghost. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, my brother. Come on, would you celebrate the man of God and thank him for that word? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jeremiah, Jeremiah means whom God has established him. And Harvest, of course, you know we are here uh, totally at the beckoning of God. Uh, I'm going to say it again. We're here totally at the beckoning of God. It wasn't part of my plan, but I'm so thankful that despite what my plan was, God still had his own plan. And And we've not only said yes to what God has ordained for us to do, but we're saying yes with a boldness. And we're bold about saying we're not here to take sides. But we're here for one reason and one reason only. Hallelujah. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy. Eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's.